Wake up with Patty Catter. I love the show. I never miss an episode. It's the best. I turn it on and turn it up. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty Catter. This show is sponsored by Building Homes for Heroes. And I know that a lot of you recognize that name because I've been talking a lot about Building Homes for Heroes lately. And today I'm so, so, so excited to have Jim Rogers on the show. Um, Jim is representing Building Homes from Heroes today. And I've known Jim for several years now since I believe probably 2014, huh, Jim? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Yes, absolutely. Time flies when you're having fun. It does Um, indeed. Yes. So Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Patty. It's a joy to see you again. And uh, so glad to be part of the show today. So excited. Um, So I would like it if you would tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where you're from, and we're going to take it from there. All right. Sounds great. Um, I always wonder where to start with that. You know, I'm getting older, so it could be quite a long story, but I'm a I'm uh, I spent 20 years in the Air Force, retired uh, uh, back in 2003, which every time I say that, it seems farther and farther ago when that happened. But so I'm an Air Force veteran, um, currently work for Building Homes for Heroes. I started out doing just events in the Orlando area. They started to grow their presence there, uh, then got into project construction management, which is kind of how I met you. And then um I currently do uh, fundraising and development, mostly on the corporate side of things for that. But, uh, you know, one of the things that I um, I find really great about the job is the people that we meet and um, trying to circle back to the places, things that you told me to say was uh, from upstate New York, uh, originally from a small town called Stratford. Uh, I had 17 graduates in my class, and one of them was an exchange student from Columbia. So there's a quiz later, if you remember that, and um, join the Air Force uh, out of there. Wow. So now here's something we've never talked about, and I've known you for a while. Mm -hmm. How were you as a child? Did you ever, ever imagine working at some place like Building Homes for Heroes? And let me quick say those new listeners listening, Building Homes for Heroes, um, they build and refurbish homes to give to military veterans who've been wounded or ill in their time in service, correct? Correct. That is. And, um, you know, just like any kid growing up, I was always trying to figure out what it is that I was going to do with my life. I had really no idea. You know, my parents were very supportive. You know, you can do anything you put your mind to. And uh, growing up in a small town, it was hard to see what options there were. You know, obviously you could see things like, you know, doctors. My mom was a nurse. My dad was uh, in construction. He was a general contractor. Um, You could see fire police, these ideas, small factories were in the area. But, you know, growing up in the woods up here in upstate New York, I just kind of wanted to see more of the world, whatever. And I had... um, I had a cousin who was in the Air Force. My older brother had joined the Marines. And I thought, well, at least I'll be able to go try something and see what I wanted to do. But I never really kind of had a passion for one particular uh, profession or thing I really wanted to do. So I was always open to the adventure to see what else, you know, what I could experience, what I could do. But I think at the base of it all was I've always been kind of a people person. And so I've always been able to engage with people. You know, I was never bullied in school. I seemed to always get along with everybody. And I seemed to be able to do that, you know, throughout most of my life. Well, actually, all my life, really. 
And um, so it's always been related to, you know, my interactions and the people that I've been with. So that's how I got here <laughs> from the Air so, Force to here. Yep. Yeah. What did you do in the Air Force? Well, for the first uh, 15 years or so, I was uh, I was listed guy. I was an aircraft weapons maintenance guy, aircraft armament system. So I loaded bombs, missiles, guns, maintained air, aircraft systems on fighters and bombers. And then um, around the 15th or 16th year I was in, I became a first sergeant. So the last six or seven years, I was a first sergeant, which I found to be much more enjoyable, much more rewarding. Uh, you know, when you fix an airplane, they never say thank you. And mm -hmm. when you help somebody out in the military as a first sergeant, uh, you know, it's just more rewarding. So mm -hmm. and I found that a great experience. Yeah. So was it just one day you woke up and, hey, I'm working for Building Homes for Heroes now? What happened and how did you get involved with Building Homes for Heroes? Well, that's, that's a very good question. Um, I, I retired in 2003. And again, there I was just trying to find, you know, figure out what I was going to do with, you know, what was my next step going to be? There's lots of opportunities in Orlando area. I went back to school to get uh, to work on my master's, uh, which it ended up being a master's in leadership development. Um, uh, and I started doing uh, kind of small business leadership development coaching. Uh, I was doing okay with that for a while. And then 2008, <laughs> 2009 came along and uh, people were cutting, companies were cutting expenses and stuff like that. And so eventually we, um, I did connect through some of the business networking folks in Orlando, uh, somebody who was working for one of our board, one of the Building Homes for Heroes board members at the time. And she indicated to me that, hey, there might be an, an opportunity there with Building Homes for Heroes. So that's how I got connected there. Mm -hmm. Wow. So tell me about a little bit more about Building Homes for Heroes, because I know what Building Homes for Heroes is. I've, I've talked about this several times on the show. Um, you guys, mm -hmm. Building Homes for Heroes really blessed our family. Um, my husband was a wounded war veteran and um, long story short, I remember the day that we received a call and I thought that we were getting scammed because the man on the other, <laughs> the man on the other side, Andrew, um, he's like, Hey, um, you know, are you interested in having a home in Florida? And I was like, you're, you're, are you sure? Like, is this real? And I started Googling building homes yeah. for heroes more and amazing. Um, so tell our listeners a little bit about the history, maybe a look, just to touch on the history of building homes for heroes and what you do and why you do what you do with building homes for heroes. Certainly, certainly. Well, building homes for heroes uh, was founded by Mr. Andy Pujol, as you know. Um, Andy was a local businessman in the New York area, um, and he had never served in the military, and he had never been in the housing or construction industry before. Uh, but when 9-11 happened, he volunteered for a couple of weeks, <clears throat> excuse me, at the uh, at ground zero in the recovery efforts. And that experience greatly moved him. Like he vowed to serve his country coming out of there. He'd not done it before, and he vowed that he was going to serve his country. He wasn't quite sure what that was going to be at the time. But when he started seeing, you know, we all started seeing the, the wounded veterans returning from overseas and just the struggles that they were going through, he decided he wanted to gift just one home to a wounded veteran and he was on that quest to do that. And so, and he would do like, he would talk himself into the VA wards where the most severely injured folks were. I mean, this guy had no connection to the VA, the military, or even knew these people personally, but he talked his way into these places to meet people like Joel Tavera, who you know, and other places. and. Um, and 
talk this way. He said, I'm going to give you a home. And I imagine a few other people have the same reaction you did. Yeah. Sure, no problem. <laughs> but he did. And he grew that from just that one home, which he did achieve, to now it's 16 years later. And we're approaching the 300th home, uh, which will be coming up in the beginning of 2022. And it's just been uh, just an amazing experience as more and more people kind of join on his mission. You know, if you've ever tried to work with a group of your, you know, your parents group or a PTA or, you know, work with a group project at school, you know how hard it is to get everybody rowing in the same direction. So you can imagine the energy and uh, just passion to kind of move this kind of thing down the field. So he's done a tremendous job of growing the charity. Yeah, it's incredible. It And really, I feel like building homes for heroes is family. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the employees, the families who are given homes. And um, for several years, we have a team building event, which is amazing. And I can't wait to get back to that. Right. We're Um, starting already to look at that, just so you know. I'm so excited about that. (laughs) You know, you don't realize how much you miss. Um, like either the listeners, either family or people that you're around a lot or people who, right. you know, really love and support you. And I feel like that about building homes for heroes. And it's like, you all really became family and, um, gosh, I just love building homes for heroes. Um, it's made a huge difference in our lives. This, the scenery behind me is thanks to building homes for heroes. I'm <laughs> in my house recording right now. That's awesome. So, That's yes. awesome. And it is like family, like, you know, um, whenever I see a, a video, uh, like we do these retrospectives, like around the holidays, we'll do another video or we do one for any partners. And anytime we're showing a lot of the faces, like coming in the door or, you know, and I'm like, oh, I know that one. I know that. I like, I know so many of them personally, because I was involved with the projects and it's just so, I know, very moving, even for me still to mm-hmm. see if people coming in the door, they're home for their first time. It's just a tremendously moving experience. Certainly work I can get behind, but as people person, it's just very, very moving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To see be able, see people to be able to be, have some sort of relief in their struggles. Well, you know, you have that real connection though with everybody at Building Homes for Heroes. Um, I've, I've dealt with a lot of different nonprofits over the years, and I really can say that Building Homes for Heroes is at the very top of my list. As far as I know, when donors give the money to Building Homes for Heroes, that money is going to really, really bless our military families out there. And I've seen you all go above and beyond, um, what other nonprofits have done. And you're, you're really a phenomenal organization And I just can't speak highly enough of you. I, like I said, after dealing with so many nonprofits, um, some of them won't do what they say they're going to do, but building homes for heroes always does what they say they're going to do and exceeds their goals. We do. We do. Like even a few times doing uh, construction projects years ago, trying to get them moving and it took a little time. And I would assure the families, I said, look, I know it's taking a little time, but I assure you. If we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it, and it's going to be great. And we always have, and that's something we can all stand behind. And I feel really strongly about that. And so it has been great, and we certainly moved moved things along a little better over the years. But by all means, we if we say we're going to give somebody a home, they're going to get a home. 
mm-hmm. every every time. And one of the things you mentioned about the you know, about the donors and going out to the veterans, just so your listeners know, like even for many years and still, uh, the four star rated charity with Charity Navigator, hundred percent rated for transparency, financial transparency. You know, Andy and the board of directors receive no salary, and at least ninety three cents of every dollar that we receive goes back out the door in programs for our military veterans, such as homes. Wow. I didn't realize it was that high of a percentage. That's really really great. Yeah. Yeah. Especially considering all the work too. I don't think that people realize how much work goes into refurbishing these homes or even, you know, building stick homes even. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Um, And I know, yeah, I I believe the employees should get paid more, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Um, Andy, if you're listening, no. (laughs) I'll make sure to send them the link. <laughs> yeah, but really, um, when you find good employees like that who are solid, and I mean, from the other side, I'm speaking um, mm-hmm. because we are one of the families that was gifted um, a home, and I can't even tell you how amazing it's been just to meet all of you. So I appreciate it. Well, it's it's uh, it's been amazing for us as well, and it's what's really great is to see um, not just the the relief of people coming in the door, but years later, the growth and the activities and the things that families get involved with, such as yeah, I had no idea you were doing this podcast until you reached out recently. And I was, it's just great to see, you know, families being able to move on and create that new normal for themselves, which is, mm-hmm. and thrive. So it's wonderful to see. Yeah. I mean, really a, a mortgage-free home helps us to be able to do that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially nowadays when a lot of the military pay sometimes is on the line or you mm-hmm. hear government shutdowns and everybody freaks out and they say that our pay is supposed to be secure, but you just mm-hmm. never know. Right. So it's that reassurance of yeah. this, you know, that stability that's always here for us. So mm-hmm. that's, no, yeah. that's true. It's great. Yeah. So Jim, one of the questions I ask all of my listeners is what is one trial that you've had in your life? It can be personal. It can be um, financial business, whatever you want. Um, a trial that you've had and how did you triumph over that trial? Mm. Well, um, the thing that comes to mind, um, right away, um, as I hinted at it earlier with unknowingly, um, related to the, uh, the, the whole financial thing back 2008. Um, and you know, it was, it was very hard as, as many of you may know, remember, uh, news reports, people losing their jobs, people losing their homes. You know, my wife and I were both independent contractors at the time. I did have my pension, but you know, that, that would cover only a portion of our, like a small portion of our expenses as a family. Kids are still home. And, um, you know, there was uh, there was a day, you know, I, I would focus on, okay, what are the priorities and do whatever I could to make make that happen. And there was a time, uh, it was the day of my older daughter's wedding, where, um, you know, after, you know, exhausting all other resources, you know, any kind of uh, retirement accounts, whatever I had to keep things floating, uh, I had 28 cents in my checking account. That was it. That's all I had. Uh, until the pension came in and, you know, the next kind of thing I had. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty stressful. And um, the thing that, uh, as I think about over that, and many families went through this, so it's mm-hmm. not like a unique thing, but it was probably the biggest thing for me. Because, you know, I'd been in the military for years. There was that security. And this was like, this is, you know, you got to keep things going. And so for me, it was, um, I'm generally an optimistic person anyways. I didn't get too caught into that. And I just kind of 
just kind of, you know, we talked to people that we needed to, to kind of uh, keep them off our backs. And I just kind of pressed on forward. That's a phrase that a friend of ours uses uh, that we kind of joke him about. It's like, I just got to keep moving forward. Got to keep moving. And so um, I'm not sure how I got through all that, but that was probably the biggest trial like that I can think of uh, in my life was that financial thing uh, that we went through and eventually came out. I mean, we lost three quarters of our family income for a while. Uh, so that made things really tight. And then there was that wedding day realization of like, huh, you know, we get through the next couple of weeks, but we had a great time. So I stayed optimistic and, you know, one foot in front of the other and, doing things within arm's reach, I guess, is my, my phrase is like with arm's reach and see what you can do. Mm-hmm. That's really I that, good. I hope that answers your question. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's kind of eye-opening too, of probably more of a reason why you are passionate about building homes for heroes, because you actually went through obviously the military part mm-hmm. of, um, so, you know, what military families go through and then yeah. having that financial struggle, you know, how important it is for homes to, um, be here for our veterans. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and it's also encouraging some of my listeners, they're um, always looking out for financial advice and things like that. So you can hear, here you go. Jim had 28 cents and he's, you know, he's doing well now. Doing all right. I uh, just had to keep, uh, just keep pressing forward. You know, keep looking forward, stay as optimistic as you can. Um, you know, arms reach resources. Don't be afraid to ask for help and um, see where you can find. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was tough, <laughs> but we're, like yeah. I said, we're here now. Mm-hmm. So it's all part of what shapes who we are and how mm-hmm. we approach things. Very true. So the website for Building Homes for Heroes is Building Heroes or Building Homes for Heroes. <laughs> I'm getting all tongue twisted. Buildinghomesforheroes.org. Okay. And do you have any um, last words for our listeners? Yeah, just a just a unique detail. We, um, you know, this has been the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and in honor of uh, the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and to highlight Veterans Day, which just recently passed, we gifted 11 homes in 11 weeks to wounded veterans all across the country. And we even gifted two homes on Veterans Day, one in Florida and one in Minnesota. I was at the one in Minnesota recently. So it was very exciting times recently. I've been traveling a lot, doing a lot of things. Um, and so we're just kind of wrapping up the end of the year and uh, we're, we'll be doing our uh, Giving Tuesday campaign. And so if you like, I can share you my link for that, but yes. uh, certainly anything that we can do for uh, support uh, the continued mission for building homes for here would be, would be great. So given Tuesday's great opportunity, anything end of year I'd like to get done before taxes would always be appreciated not to be too, too, uh, too much of the fundraising guy for you here, but uh, those kind of things help more veterans really, mm-hmm. you know, that the majority of that money is going back out the door to help help veterans. And so I appreciate giving the opportunity to share that, Patty. Thank you. And um, this is a lot of good things can come out of that for people. Absolutely. And you guys, um, just so you know, if you go to Amazon, if you go to Mm smile.amazon.com, you can also select building homes for heroes as your charity of choice to receive some money. I shop on Amazon so much. I looked (laughs) and I I won't even say on the air how much I've, I've earned for building <laughs> homes for heroes. Oh, you're an angel. Thank you, dear. <laughs> it, it's just kind of funny because I can say to Ken, oh, well, if I buy it on Amazon, it's okay. Cause it's all going to building homes for heroes, like all my fundraiser, but it's really not that much, <laughs> but it helps. Every bit helps. It does. Every little bit helps when we celebrate whatever anybody does. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're all part of this journey, and it's gotten very special and meaningful for the family. So everything is is, is 
truly celebrated. Yes. And all of you listening, you can see the link on the bottom of the screen um, that we're going to have added in after the show, Jim, <laughs> in case you're wondering, but the <laughs> link is on the screen and um, you can make sure that you do give for giving Tuesday. And I'll have the links for that in the show notes and on my social media. And Jim, thank you so much for being on the show. It's so good to see you. Well, thank you so much, Patty. It's really great to see you again. Uh, well, Ken and everyone are doing great, but it was wonderful to see you again there. Thank you. And thank you all for listening and watching and be sure to tune in again next Friday. Have a good rest of your day or even your evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Follow Patty at Patty Catter on Facebook and Instagram. Get social. You can now watch Wake Up with Patty Catter on Amazon TV and Roku. It's the only podcast I listen to. Be sure to check out Patty's apparel line, The Patriotic Mermaid at thepatrioticmermaid.com and on social media at The Patriotic Mermaid. I love it.